0: It's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum.
1: Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Tuesday, December 6th.
0: Game of the night.
1: For the game of the night, we're going to go to the NBA for a late-night showdown at 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT between the Dallas Mavericks and the Denver Nuggets. Currently, the Nuggets are listed as a a 4.5-point home favorite with a total of two twenty-three. Now going into this matchup, the Dallas Mavericks are 12-11, They've won two straight games. They just played last night and crushed the Phoenix Suns, 130-111, to easily covering as a three-point home favorite. And they'll be going to Denver to face the Nuggets, who are 14-9. They've lost two straight, though, and they just lost to the Pelicans, 121-106, to failing to cover as a two-point road dog. Now, what we've seen in this game is a little bit of liability, if you read between the lines, on the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets actually open as a four-and-a-half-point home favorite, They've at certain times overnight actually touched five and come back down to four and a half. And if you look at the betting splits, it's actually a contrarian bet here on the Denver Nuggets. Currently, 60% of bettors are taking the Dallas Mavericks in the points, obviously with the love for Doncic and having seen them play, uh, you know, one winning two in a row, winning last night. Meanwhile, Denver, again, lost two in a row and then lost their last game. So if you look at the bet splits, only 40% of bets are on Denver, but Denver's actually taking into account 70% of the money using our VEASAN.com bet splits. So that tells me that basically the public play here is Dallas – Uh, As a dog, which again, anytime a dog is getting majority of bets that quantifies or qualifies as a trendy dog and as a contrarian better, you really want to bet against those trendy dogs. When dogs have a lot of value, it's when they're gross. It's when the public wants nothing to do with them. Once they become popular, they lose quite a bit of their value, and that's why you oftentimes hear the uh, the phrase, fade the trendy dog. So looks like a trendy dog here toward Dallas. Again, a very low bet split, only 40% bets, but 70% of the money. Telling you that those bigger, sharper wagers here seem to be on Denver. And also, if this opened at minus 4.5 Denver... You have majority bets here on Dallas. Why didn't that Denver minus 4.5 get down to 4, get down to 3.5? It stayed exactly where it's at. It's even, again, touch 5 at certain times overnight and early this morning. So that tells me it's a little bit of a line freeze here. The public, uh, despite going dent uh, with Dallas and the points, the bookmakers really don't want to drop this number for fear of giving out a better number to contrarian Denver Nuggets betters. Now one factor going into this game would be rest versus tired. You had the Dallas Mavericks play last night. Uh, And they've actually played, or they will be playing tonight, their third game in four days. So that's kind of a tough task here. Uh, Back-to-back, third and four games. They obviously played last night at home and have to travel for this one. And then also, you look at Denver. They haven't played since the fourth. So Denver's been rested here. Prior to that, their last game was on the second. Dallas has played the fifth, the third, and the first. So, again, they're actually playing uh, quite a few games here in a a recent uh, patch of of time. So it would be kind of a rest-first tired in favor of Denver. Also, Denver in the altitude. You know, that's one thing you, you have to keep an eye out for. I think, you know, in football, obviously you hear about mile high going to the Denver Broncos, how d- difficult it is for, you know, teams going in who aren't used to the altitude and what an advantage that can be for the Denver team. In that case, it would be the Broncos who are used to the altitude. You don't really hear it a lot in the NBA, but the same theory kind of applies. You know, that you're mile high there with the Nuggets, and if you're a team uh, that isn't used to that altitude, it can be a tough uh, disadvantage there An advantage toward Denver as well. Uh, you also get offensive efficiency. Uh, two really good teams, both top ten, but Denver has been better. Denver is number three. Offensive efficiency in Dallas is number seven. Also, keep an eye out on the total in this one. Uh, it opened at 223 and a half. It's gotten down to 223, and a lot of these 223s are juiced up under 223 under minus 115, looking like it may get down to 222 and a half. So that's notable because public they just see. Uh, Jokic, they see Dallas Mavericks and Doncic, and they say, give me the over here. Uh, so despite 84% of bets going over, a big public play to the over, late night want to, wanting to root for some points, you've actually seen this line fall, half down to 223 or even 222.5. So that would qualify as a just classic reverse line move. Heavy betting on the over, yet the total falls. If so many bettors here are going over a big, vast majority of bets, then why are the odds makers dropping the line to give out a better number for over bettors, making it easier for over bettors to cover? Uh, Tells me, again, that you're taking in some respect to money on this under. I think if you're betting the under here, which I I would lean under, you're really looking at the pace of these teams. Uh, You look at the Denver Nuggets, they are 24th in terms of pace. So they're one of the, the slowest teams in the NBA. And Dallas is literally the slowest team in the NBA. Uh, Dallas is 30th overall in terms of pace. So two teams who you know walk it up, chew up a lot of the clock, use a lot of the shot clock there. Uh, really slow teams are good for unders. Obviously, fast-paced teams are good for overs. Also, if you look at conference unders here, two teams from the same conference, just take the under. You are know, not setting the world on fire, but it is 127 and 108, 54% with a 3% return on investment to the under, and you have seen the under six and one the last seven Denver games at home, so maybe that also speaks to you know the altitude and having those road teams uh, really struggle there late, especially if the Nuggets are up, you chew up the clock and get out get out with a win there. So some liability under again a little bit of line freeze with da- uh, the Denver Nuggets and a tough schedule spot for Dallas. Then also guys, if you're looking at a, a futures bet here. Got some MVP candidates. Now, currently Jason Tatum, Boston Celtics, plus 270 to win the MVP. You look at Doncic, though, plus 290 right behind Tatum. And Jokic, I couldn't believe this. He's plus 2,000. Now, I know he's won it two straight, but that seems a little high for me, plus 2,000. It uh, looks like there could be value on Jokic here at MVP. But, again, hard to argue with Doncic and, of course, Tatum, who's having a career year and on the best team in the NBA. Tatum uh, deservedly so with that NBA favorite for MVP at plus 270.
0: Best of the rest
1: For the best of the rest, let's continue in this basketball theme for tonight, but let's go to college basketball. I'm going to look at a 9 p.m. showdown in the big 10 between the, the Maryland uh, Terrapins here and the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, as I mentioned, 9 p.m. game this will be on ESPN2, and currently the Wisconsin Badgers are listed as a very short one-point home favorite with a total of 129 and a half. Now looking at this matchup going in, Maryland 8 and0. Uh, the Turps are off to a great start 8 and0 they're ranked 13th in the country. they just beat up uh, here on um, uh, on their last time out they won 71 to 66 against Illinois uh, covering as a one and a half point home favorite and they'll be play, uh, playing against Wisconsin going to Wisconsin who's six and two but they're unranked and they just beat Marquette 80 to 77 in overtime winning outright as a five and a half point road dog. Now it's notable to me in this one, is that Maryland is actually a dog in this one? Wisconsin is actually the favorite. So oftentimes, when you see like the better team, better record, better ranking as the dog, you're all, all always going to hear on hashtag gambling Twitter the wrong team is favorite. But to me, that always kind of you know grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin likes to say, grinds my gears because the right team is always favored. You know, again, the the odds makers, they're the sharpest people, they're the smartest people in the room, uh, and they're not setting trap lines into like the other kind of misconception is there are trap games and the oddsmakers intentionally set the line one way to kind of dupe the public. No, the oddsmakers are setting a fair line every game based upon their uh, their power ratings and how they match up the two teams against each other and then adjusting for obviously home court and other different factors, injuries, uh, head-to-head matchups, stuff like that. Um, so there's no such thing as a trap game, but sometimes the public kind of gets trapped by their own, you know, kind of biases and, and, and misconceptions here. So uh, to me, this is one of those games where you're going to see wrong team is favored, and it's a trap game, uh, but that's why I'm going Wisconsin here. I'm going to take Wisconsin, uh, or I be, would be leaning on Wisconsin here for our best of the rest. Why? Because it's a fishy, fishy line here. If Wisconsin uh, actually opened at a, a one-point favorite, I even saw one-shop open, like Miss Wisconsin getting a point. And you have seen movement toward Wisconsin. I see some books even Wisconsin going to minus one and a half. And again, that's notable because Wisconsin's only getting 40% of bets. Public is all over Maryland, saying, "Hey, the wrong team is favored. Take Maryland, the trendy dog, and the Terps." But again, trendy dog opportunity opportunity. I would uh, I I feel like, uh, based on the data, to go the other way and take Wisconsin here. They're only getting 40% bets, but 60% of money on the Badgers. Again, trendy dog there with with Maryland. And again, ask yourself, if Maryland is six and two, or sorry, if Maryland is eight and zero. Oh, and they're ranked 13th in the country, then why are they a dog against a team that's 6-2 and two and unranked? Like, again, theoretically, shouldn't Maryland be favored here? Looks fishy to me. I would lean here with Wisconsin, maybe even a money line play. Uh, but, again, I think uh, when you fall into the trap of the public mind per, uh, perception of wrong team is favored, no, the right team is favored. It's just your view of the game. The line doesn't make sense. So with the public on Maryland, yet Wisconsin is staying as a favorite, and even some shops going from minus 1 to one5 Looks like liability here to take an unranked home team, Wisconsin, at home. So I would be leaning Wisconsin in this one. Uh, Also, you look at the total here, it's 129.5. Some books that open 130, down to 129.5. And another thing you're leaning on here, we just talked about the slow tempo of Dallas and Denver in the NBA. These teams are are really slow tempo. Uh, Maryland has a tempo of 65.9. Wisconsin is 63.6. So if you don't really understand tempo, those numbers don't really mean anything to you. But coming from Ken Palm, who was a great analytics guy and someone I really lean on when I'm looking at uh, college basketball, really comparing Ken Palm projections and analytics to what the betting market is doing, I always like it when they're kind of in in unison here. Um, So what's notable is you know when you look at tempo, if you're 70 or more, so 70 or more possessions a game, you're fast, you're considered fast tempo. If you're less than 70, that's a slow tempo. When you're 65, 63, that's really, really slow. That's really, really low tempo. So that is a good sign for an under. And both teams are really good defensively, only giving up about 60 points a game. So, to me, this just screams a fishy, fishy play to back Wisconsin. And with those slow tempos, maybe lean a little bit there toward the under. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information.
0: Josh's sweats
1: for Josh's sweats for tonight. We talked a little NBA. We talked a little bit of college basketball. Now let's go to the NHL where my puck heads at. I want to take one game here in the NHL. Give me the Tampa Bay lightning. The lightning are at home against the Detroit uh, Red Wings here. And this is kind of a big number. It's the uh, Tampa Bay minus 225. Uh, But again, anytime uh, I talk about any game at all as a, as a flat better, that means I'm always risking one unit. And again, one unit, is always 3% of your bankroll. I talk about it in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, how to uh, you know set your bankroll and set up a, a smart bankroll management plan to keep you in the game long-term. And part of that is flat betting, always risking one unit, uh, and then always bet to risk but not bet to win. So basically looking at <coughs> – excuse me – over half sneeze just cashed on the Morning Bets pod. But anyway, bet to risk means basically you're only risking one unit per bet. So if you're looking at Tampa Bay minus 225 tonight as a favorite – you're not risking 2.25 units to win one unit. That would be betting to win, not betting to risk. You're betting to risk. That means just risking one unit, 3% of your bankroll per play, trying to get, based on these minus 225 odds, uh, about a little less than a half unit uh, on the back take there. So just want to make that distinction because betting to risk, not bet to win, and flat betting, it'll save you if you lose because you only lose one unit any any play you make versus losing much bigger if you're on a favorite. And also set yourself up for a good return on investment if you're able to cash your bet in the end. So why am I taking Tampa Bay? Number one, line movement toward Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay opened around a minus 190, minus 200 favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 225. They would match quite a few systems for me. If you look at home favorites with a line move in their favor, those teams are 104 and 50, 68%. Big advantage there is getting the last ice change, not just the crowd, you know, home uh, friendly confines, crowd cheering you on. Also home favorites, minus 200 or more off a win. They're 32 and 15, also 68%. Uh, Favorites off a win have done well, 61% this year. Rested favorites off a win, 60%. So I have quite a few systems here on Tampa Bay. Also, it's a rest versus tired spot. Uh, Tampa Bay is rested here. Tampa Bay uh, has not played uh, since the third. The Red Wings played on the fourth. Also, Detroit is playing their third game in four days. They played the third, the fourth, and now tonight. So again, kind of like a tough spot for Dallas in the NBA, uh, rest versus tired. Uh, Also kind of a tough spot here for Detroit, who's playing their third in four nights. Tampa Bay has done very well as a favorite, 14-6. They're 8-3-1 at home. Tampa Bay is also 8-2 their last 10 games. And the Lightning also just got back a really important player, Anthony Cirelli, uh, who just made his debut their last game against uh, Toronto. Uh, You also look at offense-defense. Both teams are allowing about three goals a game, but slightly better offense for Tampa Bay, uh, 3.5 a game uh, versus 3.2, and also better power play. Uh, On the power play, if if Detroit takes some penalties, hopefully Tampa Bay can cash in on the man advantage. They're converting 29% of their power plays versus 22% for Detroit. So we have a line move toward Tampa Bay, quite a few system matches, a tired spot for Detroit. I'm backing the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight for one of Josh's sweats at minus 225. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Tuesday, December 6th. But a reminder, we have so much great content that we offer for free at VEASAN, but even more great content if you become a member. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. One part of VEASAN that I love is getting those afternoon best bets sent to your email directly to your inbox throughout the day. Multiple batches of best bets so you can see what Mitch and Paulie are on and Maddie Humans and Greg Peterson and the whole crew. And, of course, you can always keep up with VEASAN on Twitter. So follow us at Live. You can find me at Josh underscore insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Enjoy the sweats. And as always, hopefully you can cash some tickets tonight because as the godfather of Easton likes to say, Brent Musburger, cashing tickets, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Tuesday.